fight. You're not in in some tug of war between what God wants you to do versus what you know you want to do. And it might seem that way on a day to day basis. Yes, people good. who've walked with the Lord, we all know it can seem that way. Yeah. But the reality is, is that they are in unity. They're in unity. God right. put that desire in your heart. What's yeah. what it? The tension that does exist is how we think it's supposed to happen. Welcome to Growing with the Nearest podcast. I'm Sonia Nira, and I'm Brian Nira, and we're on a journey with you to learn and grow in the areas of faith, purpose, and relationships. Yes, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about God's plan uh, versus your dream. You know, when you're walking with the Lord, exactly. When you're walking with the Lord, yeah. And, you know, you're living a life according to him, you know, and you have these desires in your heart that are pure and holy. How do you navigate that? Yeah. You know, and I think, Brian, you have a really powerful story. Your parents always encouraged you to dream. Oh, yeah. They encourage. I I think, you know, they cultivated dreaming in your environment. Yeah. Which is really special and I don't think is normal. Gotcha. And so I think that you should share your take on it first and I'll kind of give my feedback because I've learned a lot from you in this area. Um, You know, you've taught me a lot. So I'd like you to share it. I'll kind of share what I've learned from you. Yeah, 100%. You know, my parents are big dreamers, you know, in everything that they do, they, they dream big and they're constantly dreaming together. You know, my dad came to the United States in 1989 in pursuit of educational advancement. He had a dream for more education. And um, so he came to the United States and um, he began pursuit of that dream. Um, But one of the things that I thought was so cool within that, that dream that he had, because I think his dream at first was just here in the United States was just education. But then, you know, a few years, like three, four years into his um, three, four years into um, his time here in America, God said, you know what? I want you to become an evangelist. Oof. I want you to become an evangelist and I want you yeah. to go and preach. Oof, to, wow. To, I want you to begin going and preaching at different churches here in the United States. Come on. And so like what became like one part of a dream, God, like, you know, because he was committed and submitted to the Lord, God was able to shift him into another aspect of the dream. And so I think one of the things, you know, even just from that we can learn from that is oftentimes, and, you know, even for me in my own heart and in my own mind, it's like, you know, we get so attached to like the dream that's in our heart that when God wants to shift us or take us in a different direction, we're not able to move with him. Yeah. So we just begin like following our own dream in our own, in our own ability and in our own strength. Uh, I think that so oftentimes as believers, what the issue that we have is that we get so cemented in our mind in the dream that we have for ourselves that we don't allow God to take us into different directions that he might be wanting to take us. You know, because this is the way that we view our dream. We view our dream in a straight line, like the journey <laughs> to our dream. We, we yes. all dream it. We all dream it in a straight We've line. We've all seen that graphic where it's like yeah. my plan and it's like this little stick figure and you're just like going to the yeah, destination. It's just like a straight line. And then it's like reality. God's, God's and plan. there's like terrain exactly that's how it is for us it's like and, and that, that's how it was for me like you know looking at the, my dream because my parents were such big dreamers i naturally became a dreamer and like i had a dream of music and doing all these things and i was thinking i always thought to myself you know what i'm not gonna have to pay my dues 
I'm not gonna have to like. <laughs> I'm not gonna have to go through it. We that all feel thing. that way. We Dude. all. Everybody always thinks you're the exception. Yeah, to the I was rule. like, I'm gonna be yeah. the exception to the rule. And so I remember, you know, ten years later, I'm like, I wasn't the exception to the rule. <laughs> Fifteen years later, but okay. So this is what I've learned. Proverbs sixteen nine, the heart of a man plans his way. Sonia, you referred to this a little bit earlier, but it's so good. This is a verse that I live by in my life. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. It is not bad to make plans. Yeah. It's not bad to dream. God has actually, the ability to dream has actually been given by God. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're made in his image and he is the creator. You know, God can do more than we, we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Yeah. And imagine is a part of the dreaming gift that wow, he's given us. Wow, that's good. And you know, if you're hopeless, you you're sometimes your imagine your imagineering can be broken. But we're all supposed to be dreamers. Like yeah. I just feel like there's somebody's listening right now who's like, I'm not a dreamer. Mm. I'm not a dreamer. I'm not a dreamer. Well, actually, God created you to be a dreamer. Yes, he and did. And maybe you you're hopeless, and that's why you're not able to dream. Yes. But God says He promises that He can do more than he could, we could ever ask, think, or imagine. And that's that's a part of being a believer is getting our minds blown and our dreams fulfilled. And I think that for just to respond to you, when you yeah. shared the story about your dad, yeah, you know, I'm, I am so humbled to be able to carry the Nira name mm. because Brian's parents went through so much to see their dreams realized. Yeah. Like I was thinking about your mom, your mom, like the story of her dreaming about coming to America when she was, you know, in a pasture, yeah. you know, farming. And yeah. so it's like, can you imagine the Lord mm. told her, you know, I'm going to take you to America. Wow. And yeah. she's this, she's this little girl in rural, rural Zimbabwe yeah. and thinking, how is that ever going to happen? And the Lord, yeah. and she's now, she lives in America. She does ministry yeah. and she has her doctorates. Yeah, she does. And so it's like, Come on, that's a living testimony. Your family's a living testimony of the power of being of being vulnerable to dream with God yes. and trust him through the process. I mean That's I, so key. You have to allow the Lord to establish your steps. She talked about my mom having a dream in her heart that the Lord placed she was herding goats. She had a seventh grade education, herding Ooh, goats Jesus. in Gutu, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yes. None of you have ever heard of it unless you're from <laughs> Zimbabwe. Have never heard of that place because it's an obscure place. She sees a little plane flying over and the Lord drops a dream in her heart that one day she's going to go to the United States. Fast forward 13, 14 years. The Lord has established her steps in such a way that she meets a man who, who says to her, you're going to be educated, yes. right? Yeah. So then he comes to the United States, he being my dad. And then he tells her, because the plan was, the original plan was for my dad to come to the United States for one year and then go back because they were pastoring a thriving church in Zimbabwe, yeah. Africa. But the Lord wow. had different plans. The Lord wanted to establish their steps a different way. So after one year, my mom came to the United States with my two older siblings. The first thing that he says to her is, you're going to be educated, right? Yeah. And she wasn't even thinking about that. But the Lord 
was establishing her steps. The Lord was taking her in this direction to the point where now, like, like Sonia said, she went from a seventh grade education to now having a, a doctorate in ministry and leadership from a very prestigious university in the United States of America. Listen, you can make plans with the Lord, but you, you can make plans. Allow the Lord to establish your steps. If you're walking with the Lord and yeah. your life is submitted to him, the verses in that statement, God's plan versus your dreams, yeah. should be taken out because there's no competition. There's no competition. That's there's so no good, competition. That's so and and there's there's no there's not a fight. You're not in in some tug of war between what God wants you to do versus what you know you want to do. And it might seem that way on a day to day basis. Yes, people good. who've walked with the Lord, we all know it can seem that way. Yeah. But the reality is, is that. They are in unity. They're in unity. God right. put that desire in your heart. What's yeah. what it the tension that does exist is how we think it's supposed to happen. Ooh-wee. The tension that does exist of God's plan versus your dreams yeah. is our expectation of how he, we want him to do it <laughs> or how we want it to play out. Yeesh. Right? When when the Sheesh. Lord spoke to your mom in Gutu, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Yeah. And told her and inspired her like, whoa, I'm going to go to America one day. Did she ever think she was going to be left alone with her two kids while her husband was away for a year? (laughs) And she was pastoring the church by herself. By herself. She was pastoring the church by herself. Was that like, that's not romantic. Mm, when we dream like our dreams are romantic but the process of dreams being realized is rarely romantic rarely rarely right because there's seasons of testing there's seasons of of um you know there's seasons of desert what do we call that in the script or in christianese wilderness Wilderness. Mm. you know there's seasons of wildernesses there's season where it seems like it's desolate. Like there's no, there's no fruit in you actually realizing your dreams. But the reality is the Lord is using this wilderness season to bring forth the oasis of your dream. And so it's like, wow, I just want us as believers to be healed of disappointment. Yeah. Cause scripture says, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Yeah. And there's so many believers who have literally abandoned their dreams with God. Wow. They've abandoned them. Like I, you know, you've heard of people who've had visions and like been in the warehouses in heaven where there was dreams and gifts and things that God wanted to give us that people didn't receive. That was Oral Roberts. Yep. Yes. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. well, well, I wonder why. Wow. Is it just because we're just a faithless generation? No, I I think honestly, it's because our hearts got sick because Mm. hope was deferred. And, I think that we can become hopeless because we we cannot see how we're going to get from point A to point B and point B is like your dream being realized. Yeah. Is you're like, oh, I want to be, I don't know. like I want to be the next engineer that builds so-and-so, but you yeah. don't know anything about engineering. You don't have the finances to be able to go to school, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? So like there's nothing on your plate. Yeah. But there is. Yeah. And you taught me that like there is God has always given you something in your hand yes. and you can always use it to get to the next step. Absolutely. And so for me, it what was, we're really talking about when we say that is we're talking about faithfulness. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. being faithful to yeah. 
the things that God has put in your heart to the dream that God has established for your life. Yes. That's what you're talking about yeah. right there. Yeah. So, so for this example of somebody dreaming up to be an engineer to build the next amazing stadium, whatever. Yeah. You know, they might not have the finances right now to be able to go to yeah. school to become an engineer. But what if they literally look at what's in their hand and they start watching YouTube videos? Yeah. And they start getting enough, you know, knowledge to be able to apply for an internship. Yeah. And then they volunteer. Maybe it's not even an internship. Maybe they volunteer. Maybe yeah. they get a maybe they get a job somewhere where they can just get in the environment. Yeah. You know, and learn. You know, and so I just think, I just think that is such an important thing that we have to realize that God's plans versus our dreams, um, there's practical things that we can do. This is the thing, like one of the things that the Lord spoke to me that was so powerful a few uh, years back while I was still in college was um, he spoke to me about the Babylonian mindset, mm. right? And so the Babylonian mindset, we can find it in Genesis 11, right? And then he talked to me wow. about it in um, contrast, his mindset for what he wants to do for our lives in in Genesis 12, wherever, where he blesses Abraham. So I'm just going to like read a little bit of this because I think it's really powerful for us. Like when we're wrestling with like, is this God's dream from our lives? This is how we can, this is how we can distinguish whether what we're doing is God's dream or it's just our dream. In Genesis 11 verse four, let us come together and build ourselves a city, build ourselves a city and a tower with its tops in the heaven and let us make a name for ourselves. Sheesh. Let us make a name for ourselves, lest you're exactly right. <laughs> Let me ask a question. Is what you're doing, is the dream that you have so that you can make a name for yourself? And this is the thing. I've had moments in my life where I have deceived myself into thinking that what I was doing was for God when really it was to make a name for ourselves, wow. so my, for myself. And honestly, Sonia's had That's to really call hard. me out. Sonia has had to call me out a couple times on that, and she's mm -hmm. had to make sure that I was keeping my heart pure. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to Genesis eleven. It says, "Come, let us build a city for ourselves and a tower with its tops to the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth." And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of man had built. And the Lord said, behold, they are one people and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they do. What the Lord, what the, the Lord knew this already, but what the Lord was saying was that, wow, they have the strength to be able to build this thing by themselves. And this is the thing. Many of us have the strength, the expertise, and the knowledge to get to great places in our own strength, to accomplish our dreams in our, in our own strength. But what did the Lord have to do? The Lord had to disperse them and he had to cut it off. But then we look at Genesis 12 and we're just going to look at it real quick because I think this is so important for us because this is what God wants to do in our lives. Listen, so God comes to Abraham and he tells Abraham, Go from your people 
your, go from your country, your people, and your father's household, and I will show you. I will make you into a great name. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you, and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Listen, that's what God wants to do. He wants to take, God has a plan for your life that he wants to uh, he wants to see it come to pass. He wants to work it out. He wants to establish the steps for you. He wants to be the one to do it all for you. But if we're not careful, like Sonia said, if we're not careful to go through the process, if we're not careful to use what's in our hand, we'll start to try and do two things. Number one, we'll start to try and do it in our own strength, like the Babylonians. Or number two, We'll get our hearts will get so sick that we stop altogether. We stop dreaming with God. We stop allowing him to speak into our lives and to and stop allowing him to establish our steps. So that's what we want for you. We want we want you to come into alignment with God's dream for your life. We want to we want you to see all the things that God has planned for your life come to pass because there's so much greater than you could ever you could ever think or imagine. But as you continue to do what Matthew 6:33 says, what is to say seek first the kingdom of God yes. and his righteousness then what yeah. happens to you yeah. all these things are added unto you yeah. every dream that is in your heart will come to pass in Jesus name amen amen you know I don't think there's anything wrong with your name being in lights yeah not at all you know but if you're the one trying to do the exit exalting yep. that's when it's the problem that's the Lord the problem. wants your name to be exalted yes he does for his glory for his glory and so, but you just have to think, am I the one doing it or is he? Absolutely. And that's, and that's how you know if you're pure impurity or not. So I think that's really important. Um, you know, practical, like how do we grow in this? I yes. think for me, the angle that I went today was like hopelessness, Yeah, you know, hopeless. Um, and I want to encourage you this week, you know, see what the Lord has put in your hand. Yeah. You know, old dreams that you have abandoned. Mm. It's. I want you to look at what's in your hand and see what the Lord would want to use to get you back on track yeah. to receiving the fullness of what is in your heart because yeah. he desires, he's a good God for you to have that. So yeah. I think this week, One I want to encourage I wanna, you. I want to add is man, commit your ways unto the Lord. Like yeah. practically this week, spend this week in your times of prayer, committing your dreams to the Lord and yeah. saying, Lord, whatever you want to do with my yes. dreams, you're, you can do it. Yeah. I surrender unto you. And like, I promise you he's going to do incredible, incredible things in your life. Wow. What a great podcast today, Brian. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the growing with the nearest podcast. Hey, we always want to remind you that the reason why we're here is because we are on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, faith purpose, and, and relationship. So thank you. If you like this podcast and you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and comment on this uh, video. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other listening platform, make sure that you give us a rate, that you rate us, you comment um, so that more people can get access to this podcast. We love you all so much and we will see you next week on the Growing With The Nearest podcast.